You're listening to Episode 2 of Fed Talks with Jimmy Chrisman. Fed Talks is a podcast for theater teachers and theater education students. I'm Jimmy Chrisman, your host of Fed Talks. I taught high school theater for 17 years in public schools, and now I'm currently the theater education, a theater education professor at Illinois State University. Each week, I want to bring you stories and interviews from experienced K-12 theater teachers, current theater education majors, and professors of theater education that will warm your heart, renew your faith in teaching, and provide resources to better your practice in your theater classroom. Thank you so much for listening. On today's podcast, you're going to hear some of my thoughts and my stories of my experiences when I taught theater and currently what I'm doing now at Illinois State. If you have ideas for the show that you would like to hear us talk about or you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email me at fedtalkspodcast at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-D-T-A-L-K-S podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Theater Ed Talks, on Tumblr at fedtalks.tumblr.com, Facebook at FedTalks, Instagram, FedTalksPodcast, and of course you can always visit our website, www.fedtalks.com. So this week, my my guest is Sasha Weintz. Sasha and I taught together uh, for a little while um, in South Carolina, and now she is currently teaching at Mallard Creek High School. Welcome to Fed Talks, and I want to welcome my very first guest, Miss Sasha Weintz, who is a high school theater teacher in North Carolina. Sasha, introduce yourself. Tell us how you're doing, what you've been working on, and kind of what you love about your school. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Sasha. I actually um, had the honor of having my first ever theater teaching job with Dr. James Chrisman, um, which was awesome. Um, I am currently working at Mallard Creek High School, and we just closed Putnam County Spelling Bee, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, and it was an actual... Marvel. It was my love child, this beautiful performance. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to send Jimmy the um the DVD. But um it was amazing experience and it was so exciting because these kids didn't have a program really before I had gotten there. So um I had told the kids that had gotten nominated for the Bloomies that they had been nominated, and I swear to God, it was like Christmas. New Year's, their birthday, and their wedding, and then their 50th anniversary all put together and one, and then times that by 50. I, th- I swear one of them almost peed herself. <laughs> um, so they were just thrilled. And it was like, that moment was like the solidifying moment. Because recently it's been hard. It's been like almost four months without a break. So I'm in that slump where I'm like, I hate everything. And so that moment was like, okay, yeah, check, recheck. Here we go. Start over. We got to get going again. Well, and we all go through that as theater teachers. Like there's oh, a point gosh. where you're like, I just need this show to be done. I love <laughs> well, these I children. I them to end. I loved every second of Putnam. It was doing Putnam and then being a teacher, I just wanted to do the after school stuff. I didn't want to put the time and focus and energy on anything else but that, if that made sense. Well, talk a little bit about that. Talk about how you balance the two and, and 
still try to, to find that joy in the teaching as well. Um, Cause I, I know you love your kids. I see the wine world Instagram posts and I know you're so proud of them and you're doing amazing things in your classes with them. So, so how do you keep that balance? I'm, I'm lucky. Well, <laughs> lucky being one way to put it and not so lucky being one way to put it that I am currently teaching three different preps. So my day is lively in regards to, I'm not teaching the same thing every block over and over again, but it also loads the workload times like 50. (laughs) So luckily it's not spread out for me. So like all of my tech theater is on one day. So I can bang out that lesson with tools on one day and not have to worry about it spreading out over a span of time or having to take out the auditorium for too long or having to over plan because one class is or one day is taking longer than the other etc etc so that I'm very thankful for I do too much (laughs) and I will admit that and I am learning every moment of every day Currently right now where I'm happiest is in my career. So I enjoy spending the most time there, if that makes sense. It does. I, I lived much of my much of my early adulthood in the theater building and, and in the school. And so it's one of those things and I was trying to explain it to my sister, for example, the other day, where I on the weekend <laughs> We'll go to Starbucks or we'll go to the local coffee place and I'll sit down with a script and I'll create and I'll sit there and I'll do that. And that's fun for me. Whereas, you know, like somebody, oh, somebody will go paint or somebody will go play soccer. Like that's what I like to do. So for me, like it's always constant working. There's constant things going on. Like I literally closed Putnam a week ago and I'm, already starting auditions next week for my next show. And it's, it's just constant magic and constant things that are going on. And Melissa's like, well, why don't you just settle down? Why don't you just like take it easy? And I'm like, well, then what fun would it be? Like, what, what would I be doing? Like, I, yeah, I find joy in other things. Like I could watch on my block all day long and I could do all the other things the kids tell me that I need to be doing. But I that's where I you know thrive so that's where I'm happiest if that makes sense I guess mm-hmm. it does it does yeah. um do you do you have anything outside of work or theater um that you you use as kind of an escape from that because I totally I totally get the work and I totally get the love for what you're doing um but after doing it for 17 years and not ever finding that balance until I quit teaching to go to higher education um I <laughs> I, I know now that I wish there were there were times that I had more of that outside of that. Yeah, I I um no. <laughs> and that's okay. I you know, I I really enjoy fashion, I really enjoy art, I make it um a priority for myself regardless of whether I actually I mean this is gonna and boring and maybe you want to edit it out but like I don't have a ton of friends so plans etc are limited so if I'm alone I force myself to go out 
So if I go out, it may be a rah-rah for me to get to the mall and I walk around the mall. Or I will go to the Mint Museum now that I'm in Charlotte. Or I, you know, I will try new, to go out to new places. Sometimes I'm not feeling it. I'm like every other theater person and have depression and anxiety. So I'm not feeling it and I don't want to go out. So, you know, I'm, it's baby steps for me. I'm learning and it's good because each year it's getting better and better as we go. I have like this year has been one of the best artistically charged years I've ever had and the most collaborative years I've ever had in ways that I've tried to learn and ways to focus on how to include people and in what I'm doing and not just spearheading everything by myself. So I just, I take things and I like dive right in and then realize, Oh crud what are you doing? You didn't think this through. So a lot of the times I carry a lot on my shoulders, but it's really good because I learn a lot from that. So I like to sink really, really hard and then swim really, really well the next year, if that makes sense. It does. I do want to go back to what you just said though. You, you, you said you're learning how to let others help share the load. Mm-hmm. Or you said something to that effect. Yes. yes. Um, and <laughs> I totally get that being, I, I freely admit that I'm a control freak and <laughs> letting, letting someone else be responsible for something um, is very hard for me. Um, yes. and I, I think a lot of theater teachers are that way. So what are you learning with that process and how are you learning that? Well, and it was just one of those things, like something as simple as like my, one of my closest friends here looked at me and said, what do you need help with? It was tech day. And I, and I was like, I need to glitter these shoes. (laughs) And I was, and you know, and I didn't, and of course, typical Sasha fashion didn't test (laughs) what I was doing, going to do beforehand. And I'm thinking, Oh, Maj Paj glitter. It'll work on these shoes. Well, (laughs) they, they said to me, okay, all right we'll figure this out. And I was like, are you sure? I mean, blah. uh." And then they took charge and they went and the shoes were perfect and it was the perfect thing. And I got 25 other things done and they were able to get all of the shoes modge-podged and done and it was perfect and I didn't have to worry about a thing. Well, because here's the thing. What our listeners may not know is that you and I worked together for a couple of years. And it was the best years of my life. <laughs> we, we did. We had a wonderful time. But when don't, we were, don't no, let no. him make it sound sarcastic. We had the best time of our lives. I everyone. am not disagreeing with you. It was fantastic. Okay, don't let it sound sarcastic. <laughs> I didn't mean to if that's what it came across. The best years. No, but what I was saying don't is... Don't cut I, this I, out, James. <laughs> what I, I had a hard time letting go because it had been just me making everything happen for so many years and you were the one we wanted to hire. You were the one I wanted to hire and I was excited to have you and I was excited to share the workload because it was a lot and I had a hard time letting you go and sharing it. (laughs) And I I think I had, it took, it took some time to to learn to trust you um, and to, to know that you were good. And to know that you you were there to support me, um, so I honestly think I think you actually helped me more than most anything 
in being able to do that better. Um, I still don't think I was really good at it by the time I, I left South Point. But but learning you to were like, you were good at it. You put on a very good face. I would never have known. Well, I am glad. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like even I mean learning to trust parents of the booster club and and other teachers who wanted to help and being willing just to say yes, please just run with it, and I appreciate it. it of course, in the end, it was fantastic, and I loved it, and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. But it was really anxiety-inducing, um, and and to to do that. <laughs> but it was a good lesson to learn. So I, I thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> coming in, <laughs> hey, what can I do? Um, thank God I wasn't afraid to just be like, here I am. <laughs> well, and you weren't. You just you you jumped right in. You're like, what do you need done? I will do I'll it. Remember, remember when you were like, do you mind going up on the lift? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I am terrified of heights. And Sasha came in in the middle of us working on Aida for our, our spring musical. And so like Sasha would come to rehearsals. She would sit beside me and give me feedback. And I had all these crazy tech ideas going through my head. Cause beautiful. like I usually dream these ideas up like a year before. And like, so I have like a whole year that I'm planning and designing and, and figuring out what I want to do. And thank God you had been to Egypt before because you had all these, this, this art history background <laughs> that you brought into our set design. But these little lights, I wanted the entire back wall of the stage covered with these lights so that looked like stars at night oh it's so beautiful it was beautiful but i was not going up on that lift <laughs> i was not doing it so here's sasha she's like yeah i'll do it i know you were terrified oh, i know you were that thing went in the air and started shaking so i know you were terrified but I thank you every day for doing that because you help make that little little dream of mine come oh true. God, it was beautiful. And then just one best actor. That three minute part of the show, it was worth it. So thank you. Perfect. <laughs> every every second. Oh my gosh. Well, Sasha, tell me, tell me a little bit about the show you just finished because I have been talking with you for a while and I know how much you put into it and how much you were excited about doing it and I I know it turned out well so just kind of talk to me about that as I mentioned a little bit earlier um Mad Creek High School never really they had a theater teacher that was great for quite a few years then I believe from my understanding they retired and then another theater teacher entered and he um moved all theater performances to the daytime so nothing was done in the evening time. Then the school got big enough, so they hired a second theater teacher. Well, unfortunately, um, I'm not sure why, but that position became a revolving door. So for various years, that um, that second theater teacher position was usually the one that tried to do the things after school because the other theater teacher would not do things after school. So I came in. Um, the year before me, they did once on this island, um, which awesome, fabulous, great. Unfortunately, I don't believe there was a lot of people that turned up for it, so I didn't don't think a lot of people knew that we had a theater department. So that was my goal: is to get our name out there and to do something big. We did Sister Acts last year, and my oh my, was that just too much fun? And the people were like, "Yes, here we go." So here we do not have a choir teacher. At a school. That's a huge school. 
in Charlotte with 2,500 students, we do not have choir program. Now, this is not me poop talking my principal. So let's make that very clear because I have a very perfect, wonderful, fabulous principal in every way. That is the district's decision, not his. I, <laughs> so our orchestra teacher, bless his kind, beautiful, perfect soul, does all of our music. And he's there two days a week. So <laughs> we have me, and then we have Mr. Matt Wilson. So we did this together, and I got, which I was so excited about. So since the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee is a very fun, pretty much one-set show, we decided, we obviously, it's based in a school. We decided we were going to do it in a library. We were going to switch it up a little bit because we didn't really have the means to do a gym. We didn't have the right kind of stage. We didn't have the right um, ability to get to the right equipment and the bleachers, et cetera, et cetera. But what we did have was a lot of wood that we could turn into flats, that we could turn into the library, and it worked more with what we already had. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that the library was getting rid of tons of books last year so inspiration boom and with sister act the year before we had a disco ball it was a match made in heaven so we did we decided to do the 25th annual we um so the show typically is only i think like eight characters 10 total we ended up casting 20, I believe, which was pretty cool. So we ended up casting an ensemble. Um, so the ensemble sang in every single song, just like the spellers. They were there to assist in choreography or with props that came flying out of nowhere. Um, they would ride on scooters and from different places. Um, they would bring props in. Um, they would help with costume changes on stage. Um, so essentially they were the janitors slash the, the adult supervisors of the group. Um, and they also were, um, like siblings. So they jumped around to a bunch of different parts, which was very fun. They had, it was, it was, a, it worked out way better than I thought. So let's see what else. I like the show a lot too, because it gave the kids a, a lot of an opportunity to design their own costume. Mm. which because we don't have a ton of funds, we have no funds actually really more than for the rights. So it was cool because the kid, I was like, kids, let's design. We have, we had been keeping a character journal. We were been keeping, what do we think our character would wear? And then these miraculous, fabulous costumes came to be. And that was really fun. So the kids had a lot of ownership in that. What else did we do? Sets, costumes. I don't know. It was just really fun. We had a lot of audience interaction um, for that show, for the people, the people that don't know, there's an audi audience of spellers. Um, we ended up casting those, but it was cool and really fun for the kids because each night they were different characters. So they were assigned to be something different. They had different characters they had to be. They dressed in different costumes and they had different words. They never knew the words they were going to get or in what order they were going to go in. So that was really fun. We kind of kept them on their toes too. So even though obviously they knew what 
the gist of what everything was going on. They didn't really know what was going to happen. And my brilliant friend, um, James Christman, told me about doing these read posters. <laughs> so we did them. <laughs> and they were freaking fabulous. So because we decided to do it in the library, I got together with the intermediate and proficient photography classes in our school, and they did an entire unit on the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. So they read the script in class, they listened to the music in class, and they literally designed the whole spelling bee, including these posters. They took these kids' pictures, they designed these read posters, it was awesome. So that was really cool. So those lines, the auditorium. And then we got the National Art Honor Society kids involved, and they made honeycombs that dripped from the sides underneath the, um, my, uh, the speakers. It was really cool. That's cool. I can't wait to send you a video. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. But what a great way to involve so many more kids and, and to make it bigger than it is because I mean that show's fantastic small but I can just imagine like the energy that it brought to those big numbers. kids from Mallard Creek High School were involved in the show. That's fantastic. Every single kid in both of my technical theater classes were involved in painting and construction of the set which was really really cool because we actually did tools this year in my tech theater class so they actually made stuff which was amazing. <laughs> So it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. That's awesome. I'm really sad it's over, actually. I miss it so much. <laughs> Talk to me about what, what have been a couple of the most impactful moments on you as a teacher in your career so far. There's like three, four that are like sticking out. I'm trying to think. Okay, so I'll do a couple happy and a couple sad. <laughs> One for sure happy was the other day I was standing in the sound booth during Putnam County and I looked at my tech crew and um, two of the kids that were running mics and sound because I totally pulled what I like to call, I pulled a James Chrisman and I did not run, talk or operate a single thing during my musical. I sat in the audience and I watched and I, during Tech Week, looked, sat back and I looked at these two boys. One's a football player, the other's a basketball player, and they're in my tech class. And I looked at them interacting with the theater kids, the stage manager, and the other two kids that were sitting with them. And I just like welled up. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> finally, what I'm doing is making an impact <laughs> and it was so cool and now I feel like I have lifelongers that actually like really enjoy themselves and like like they're coming to drama club now and like spreading the word and they just really love it and like they feel like they're VIP and they walk in and they're like what's what's the assignment today I'm about to ace this like and they're happy to be there and it's like I haven't had a moment like that in a while in my tech world, so that's been really good. Another um, impactful moment, I think, would be the students that I have lost at South Point High School. 
unfortunately, it has been three, four too many. Even though there's been so many students that have been in the circle, the one circle, they still all are really important. And even if they were only there for a semester or a week, <laughs> they're still really, I made a mark. So, and then me not being there to help support the others that had been impacted by what had happened was very difficult. So that was a happy, sad. And then another very happy. I'm not just saying this because I'm on your podcast, okay? (laughs) I truly, 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 truly feel like I genuinely (laughs) hit the jackpot somewhere. I don't even, I don't even know what I believe in, but somewhere in the universe we were put together because we were meant to be. I've learned so much from you. My whole program is based around what you taught me. I wouldn't be where I am today without you. So yeah, there I am. There's me. Well, I I appreciate you saying that. That was very nice. <laughs> well, it's true. Nice. I appreciate that. Um, and it, it's. I mean, but the thing is, is, there's great moments every day, and that's something to realize. And like, those are just things that are popping into my head at this current time. <laughs> yeah, I I, I get a, that. Well, and that's know? what I, I I I'm gonna uh, I'll talk to your I'll talk. I'm gonna go back to your your sad moment for a second because that that's one of the the hardest things um, to teach in what I'm doing now. Um, Cause my, my, my undergrads now want to know how they're going to deal with that. How, how am I going to help my students deal with that? What am I going to do when tragedy strikes or what if, what if, what if, and I'm like, the best answer I can give you is I don't know because every time it's different and that doesn't ever get easier. Um, and I, I hate that that's the best answer I can give, but it is. And you, you have to let yourself go through that. And you have to let yourself as a teacher, you have to give your space, yourself a space to grieve. Um, and because you can't always be strong for those kids. Um, you as much as you want to be, you yeah. can't. You definitely can't. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's okay to let your kids know you're sad too. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, I don't know. I'm an emotional person, I guess. And people know when I'm upset and I obviously quite can't hide it, but like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to let your people and your kids and your family and the, the people that you're around, you might as well call your kids, your family or with them every day that you're sad too. And it's okay to feel that way. So I think a lot of times people think it's okay. It's not okay to feel that way, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's some stuff that like, like I said, I, I don't know how to teach that yet. And if there are any other master teachers out there who know how to teach that, please, please contact me and let me know. So I contact me and then share that. post some stuff about it. Okay. Share it with um, us all because I, I think, I mean, my God, I think I need it for myself. Yeah. But 
kind of segueing into something else kind of attached to that, but not. What is, what's something that you wished you had known or learned before you started teaching that like um, your theater ed program and your undergrad couldn't have prepared you for? Remember my theater ed program was not a real theater ed program. Not like they didn't, I didn't have a, I didn't have a class on how to teach anything. And then when I got to my intern or however people call it down here in the South um, or what we call it in the North, the student teaching, Mm -hmm. um, she said, okay, here you go. And then left and I never saw her again. So I kind of, when I got to you, um, was kind of when I learned everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I I'm kidding. But Um, No, student teaching was me really guiding myself like with the standards in Ohio and like with like learning just kind of how to guide myself. I didn't really have a methods class in all honesty. So I kind of... So kind of everything you wish you would know. (laughs) Everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew how to set up a lesson. Like I had learned that in my education classes. Knew how to set up a lesson. Like new creative artsy fun things to do but I never really had someone say to me like hey this is how you should start teaching a high school theater class or hey like here are the standards here's a way to chunk them so that you can establish this in year one two three and four or even the concept (laughs) (laughs) that there is a one, two, three, and four, you know, there's the, there's quite a difference in arts education in the North and the South. My school, I was the only student in theater three and the only student in theater four. They offer those classes down here and there are kids in those classes. Um, they offer technical theater class? Like, what? Uh, they don't offer that. I mean, they, I mean, unless it's a specialized art school, you don't find that. You didn't find that in Ohio. Maybe in New York. I mean, obviously in New York, you would. Um, but it's not really like a, you need to have it in your school type of thing like it is down here. It ties into what kind of what I was talking to a colleague today about um, in, in music education at, at ISU. Um, we were just talking about how, it, it, for me, it's really difficult to get placements for my students um, I believe you know, in that. full-time, in full-time places. And for me, when I moved up here, that was a culture shock because I, you could just being, go, here's some, here's being, some, here's yeah, some. In North and South Carolina, every school, every ele- elementary, every middle and high school has a theater program. Many elementaries do. So. And like, high schools sometimes have too. It, it it's it's not difficult i mean i'm not going to say it's a breeze but it's not difficult to find work when you when you come out with a, with a degree and you're looking for a job in theater in teaching theater um okay. but up here it it's very different and i really want that to change <laughs> i mean I, oh i, I mean absolutely and no it's it's um when so my placement when i was in college my placement was down the street she only taught two theater classes. One was a theater, one was a beginning theater class. The other was a theater two, three, and IB all mixed together in one class. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then 
She left the school the year after I left and the closest theater program to my college was 30 minutes away. So they got rid of the major. Wow. Well, we got to do something about that. We've got to, we've got to influence those kids. We've got to yeah. give them a reason to, to you send them to me, Sasha. We got, we got to do something. I'll, I'll send them. I'll send them all to your way. And I got some good ones too. Dang. They're oh, wonderful. I, I can't wait to see your DVD because I know you're doing amazing things there. Oh. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm crying. I'm tearing up. They're fabulous. Um, They're fabulous. Okay. So tell me what is a resource that you're currently using that we must have. Can you promise not to laugh at me? Why would I laugh at you? No, because this is like, I feel really addicted to it. No, please tell me. It's called theater teacher lesson lending. Okay. And it's a group on Facebook. And I kind of love it for the resource because they have like, like you files and like stuff that you can download. But I also love it because my school is so poor (laughs) that I love watching all of these really rich schools complain about how they don't have enough money to do things that really rich schools (laughs) really rich schools can do and I'm like oh I have an idea of how you can do it <laughs> so I'll, I'll make sure um in the show information that I put out that that I put the fee well, repeat it again I don't want to say it wrong theater teacher lesson lending do go ahead and tell us some like uh, ways we can follow what you're doing with your students um and what you what you're doing what your school's doing so if you want to follow the Mavericks. The Ma- <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at MC Rep Theater or Mallard Creek uh, Repertory Theater on Facebook. Um, we are new, but we have lots of posts. And we do a lot of crazy things. Yeah, that's where we post most of our stuff. Well, good deal. Hopefully people yeah. will go check you out and, and maybe... Who knows if this podcast takes off, maybe you'll get some extra audience members coming. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. It's going to, it's going to, well, let's I have hope. so many people I'm going to tell about it and we need to get Bailey Baran on here. I, I am just going to outsource you. Please do. Please and do. And I have a tech theater person I can get, a teacher I can get on here for you. He's really cool. Fantastic. Cool. Please, please send them my way. I will put all the contact information at the end of the the episode and and you've got my information anyway so you can put them in touch with me so that'd be fantastic um okay, last cool. question for you what okay. are your what are your parting words of wisdom to new teachers don't give up because it's very hard but honestly it's worth every second and no matter the challenge if you take a deep breath, there's always a solution. Good words. Good words. <laughs> I feel really smart. That was a really good one. That was good. I, I like it. it. I'll probably quote it that was. and put it in a, a, a picture on Instagram or something saying, Oh my God, t shirt. <laughs> we love a good t shirt. <laughs> yes. We love a good t shirt. Well, Sasha, thank you so much for joining me today. No I love talking to you. Having- 
and I wish you all the best with your program. And, and if you ever can you have me on again know. just for fun? Of course, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you for, okay. for joining us, and I'll talk with you soon. I would like to give a plug for a friend of mine who teaches high school theater in South Carolina. Um, she has a podcast called the pizza play. Um, she does that with her significant other, and it is all about, um, the playwriting process. It's an interesting show. Um, I, I enjoy it. I, I listen to it regularly and, uh, I'm excited to see where these two take, uh, the pizza play that they have been working on. Um, so check them out if you are interested in playwriting and the whole process of that. And, um, conversations about current theater topics, um, check out the Pizza Play podcast. We've had a wonderful time talking with Sasha today, so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. Show notes and the archives of the podcast are found on our website at fedtalks.com. Uh, you can find us on any of your podcast providers, um, Apple Podcasts on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, AnyPod, TuneIn, you can find us anywhere. So please go on any of your sites, subscribe to us, rate, review, and share the podcast. I want to make sure I give a special shout out to my former student, Joel Hamlin, and his best friend, Josh Schusterman, for their original music called Magnetize that he has so graciously allowed us to use on the show. So thank you guys for that. Thanks again for joining us, and I look forward to next time. Take care.